So they're going to search these brown zones for everything relating from hepatitis-laden Hershey squirts to worm-infested <laughs> worm infested logs. Oh, my God. I'm forever going to refer to it as Hershey squirts. Send me up for the poop patrol. <laughs> Again, it's another one. You're listening to the Extraordinary Files podcast. My name's Matt. Here with Ashley, mm-hmm. Spencer again, mm-hmm. and then the wizard, the tech guy Ted behind the curtain there. Anything new this week there, Ashley? Um, No, not really. Have we had any mm-hmm. word on Hannah? I haven't heard anything. Well, good. Have you? Yes, actually I have. Oh, really? Yes, since last I've been episode. About her. I know it. Since last episode, we we put it out there that we needed uh, someone to help find, possibly look for Hannah. Keep the you know mm-hmm. where in the world is Hannah at? Keep a lookout, and we got a report. And I guess now that I know about this report, I got to give you a little backstory. Hannah was supposed to be doing research for us, and <laughs> once <laughs> right, once Hannah found out to do research, you must read. She said, oh, hell no to that. This is an actual conversation we had. I know it. That's what I'm saying. All these, con- all these we conversations. We were giving her are... tips on how to research. Must... And, and Matt ended one of his, his tips with, you actually have to read it, Hannah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that kind of shot that in the foot. So then for her to be able to contribute, we said, well, hey, what about field work? Let's get you out in the field and see if you can maybe talk to people or, you know, research thing. And she was all in for that. Mm-hmm. So, again, we gave her a tent. We gave her some snacks. She immediately <laughs> threw down the tent and said, oh, hell no. I don't camp. I glamp. And <laughs> she did take the snacks. With her with her skeleton diamond bracelet. Bracelets and stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, she said, she said, no tent. Thank you very much. I'll take the snacks. And then she was off. We've not heard or seen from her, so I I put the fillers out for our listeners to try to, you know, hey, where's Hannah? And now we have reports that Hannah has been found in a sex club. But this is just not a normal type of Sam's Club. I think maybe Hannah got confused. Sam's Club? Did he just say Sam's Club? You like that? (laughs) (laughs) It's not just the normal Sam's Club. Not just your ordinary grocery store. That's right. The sex club is, I guess it's a furry. They call them furries. Furries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, so from I don't I don't really have what 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 are they talking about there? Actually? So so furries is a, a fetish, if you will. Um, they like to pick an an animal that that their personality corresponds with, and and they build this persona, and then they dress in costume. Furry like, costumes. Like mascot type. Like mascot type costumes. Um, some more re- realistic than others. I'm sure it's all based on what you can afford. So she might be onto something. She's yeah. just completely confused. Yes. She's looking for. So she's looking for Bigfoot and she wound up in. And she might think it's Bigfoot club. just in a costume. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Big eight man. Well. That's what you're into. Got to give her credit, I guess. She's trying. I don't know. At least she's having a good time. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. So it depends on how much they actually tap into the persona of a very large ape man. Hmm? Ted is looking over here, absolutely astonished <laughs> with this conversation. Uh, so am I. I'm just. I, I don't even know. I don't know how she ended up there, but. She did. So again, we're still on the lookout. Uh, she hasn't reported back. Either she's still deep undercover, gathering some intel for or doesn't us. have cell service. Or the, the phone's just dead. She's completely oh, into yeah. it, and maybe her batteries ran out, and she doesn't know where to plug she it in. She decided to commit and take notes yeah. by hand. Nah, I don't know if she took notes. <laughs> That's real commitment. I don't know if she took no notes. No way. No way. We'll have to take notes from her stories when she gets back, maybe. But... I don't know. It'll be interesting. So when we find out, you'll find out. 
But in the meantime, if anybody else sees her or has anything else to tell us about her, please let us know. What do we got on the, the slate, Ashley, for this week? So today we're going to talk about Joshua Maddox. Missing person, right? He was missing, yes. Um. Well, you know what? Before you Dan get and I it, said, um. You did. I did. You know what? Ladies and gentlemen, Ashley <laughs> has an issue. And we're not going to stop. We're not going to start over. You're just, you've done it. Let's take a moment to discuss... If you made it through the Natalie Wood and George Reeves episode, thank you. She learned how to say, um, for the first time. I think I said, um, probably more than 30 times in the first 10 minutes of that episode. It's, it's kind of like the if episode. You, if you go back and listen and count, you win a prize. I will give you a prize to whoever actually counts how many times I say, um. It's kind of like, let's go for... Some sort of a Guinness Book of World Records. Like back in yeah. the one episode, I tried to have moist <laughs> be said <laughs> as many times as I could on a podcast because there's got to be some sort of how many times can we say moist <clears throat> on a podcast? Mm -hmm. So you just took it and ran with um. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> well, let's, before we get into Joshua <clears throat> Maddox, it's kind of a, it obviously it's, Someone was missing. Mm -hmm. Someone was well. We won't tell you what happened just yet. I don't want to tell you, but <laughs> it's not. It's not a. It's not an uplifting story. Let's be honest. It's a. It's a head scratcher. Yeah. But before we do that, some of our fans out in California got in touch with me. And, oh yeah. Yes. About poo. About last week's news article. You're absolutely right. The poo article. That is right. That was the wrong button. And no, ladies and gentlemen, no. that is the wrong drop. No, this it's is... not. I was going to say. This is so going in the episode. I don't know if we can actually put that in the episode. It might have been too long. Right. But no, I was going to say, give me poop for 200. Oh, sure. Yeah. I was. That was I saw totally... you eyeballing those buttons trying to remember no, which no. was the which. I use it all the time. I know which buttons are my buttons. I know he what buttons to push. A lot. Right. Follow me here, man. Right. Anyhow, well, anyhow, let's. We got some news since they completely blew that joke. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so you knew what button that was. He's just trying to protect himself. No, He's no. embarrassed. No, Aww, no, no, man. All right. So we we heard we heard from our fan out in <clears throat> California, and we have an update for you. All right. It's the latest string in shocking headlines of how San Francisco has a crisis of vagrant, vagrant generated feces. Generated? Vagrant generated. Okay. Yeah. Homeless people oh, right. generate okay. the poops. Okay. Feces that cover the public street streets actually runs deep. Ah, runs deep. See, I already went there with that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. I did it for you. It's you okay. <laughs> All right. So this was forwarded to me that after thousands of feces complaints during one, only one week in July, over 16,000 were recorded. Feces complaints for the city. 16,000 in one week in July. I am never going there. Ever. Don't go, don't go barefoot. Oh, God. Can you imagine the stench? 16,000 one week in July. They even had to cancel a major medical convention. A medical convention. They did. Out of all of them, it's a medical convention. <laughs> and, it outraged, and it outraged the mayor, who was absolutely shocked after walking through her city. Of all the poop that's all over the place. I would be too, damn it. So now the mayor has decided. Porta potties? To make a poop patrol. Well, that's some good. I can't lie. Money spent. Can't lie. Well, wait a minute. Wait just a oh, Wait a minute. So. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> this, poop this poop patrol basically is going to consist of a team of five people and a supervisor <laughs> that wear protective <laughs> gear. And they're going to patrol all the alleys so around. So they're walking around in hazmat suits. Yes. And they're going to patrol these areas that they have deemed, listen to this, 
brown zones. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So they're going to search these brown zones for everything relating from hepatitis-laden Hershey squirts to (laughs) worm-infested logs. Oh, my God. I'm forever going to refer to it as Hershey Hershey squirts. You've never heard of Hershey squirt? No, I have not. What rock have you lived under? You've never heard... Oh, my God. I got the case of the Hershey squirts. You've never heard of no, Hershey Squirts. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ashley is so deprived of... Oh, I told you I'm an 82-year-old woman on the inside. <laughs> I think my grandma knew what a Hershey Squirt was. Jeez. But anyhow, so they're going to search for Hershey Squirts and worm-infested logs. They're going to have a poop oh my patrol God. vehicle... It's going to have to be a special vehicle equipped with it's st- going to be brown steam cleaner and <laughs> disinfect and disinfectant is what it's going to have. I mean, it's not a bad idea. I think well, it could have been more eloquently. But would you want that job named? It depended on how much it paid. Why? You just don't want to do a service to your community. That's a lot of is pain it, you is have it, to go through. It's a volunteer job. No. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. If it paid enough, yeah, hazmat suits in- included. I'd well, how it. much is enough? To, how much would you have to make <clears throat> to go clean know. the city of poop? I, I mean, where would your where would your uh... I'd do some negotiating first. I'd see what they'd well, offer. Give me, and... give me a dollar figure, and I'll I tell don't you. Because I know how much they make. Oh, so I want to see where you're at. How much is it going to take you? Let's see, Spencer, what about you? Considering the fact that I think what is minimum wage is position? fifteen dollars an hour. Is... Out there? Uh, out there, it's like 15 bucks. Full-time position? Yeah, it's full-time. Five people on the supervisor mm-hmm. with their own special poop patrol vehicle. Just for San Francisco. For the city of San Francisco. <clears throat> but considering minimum wage is $15. Is it an hourly or a salaried? Um, it's a, I believe it's a salary, salary position. Okay. Um... Just give me, a, give me a figure, damn it, Ashley. She's like, I'm okay, thinking. Well, wait a minute. Do I'm they get lunch thinking. break? <laughs> you know, yeah, actually, you I am considering. What? I don't know that do I'd get... want to take a lunch break doing this job, but, you know. <laughs> do, you, do you get free hand sanitizer? Is there something they provide in the vehicle with hand sanitizers? Is there a union? Do we get union breaks? Well, it's for the city, so I'm sure the city's mm. under some sort of a, a wow, contract. It'd probably have to be at least nineteen grand. Nineteen grand. How much do you think? Spencer? At least okay. I would. Ha- I would want to do it for more than that. But okay. How much do you think, Spencer? How much would? How much? If someone said, "Hey, we're gonna give you this amount. Can you come clean poop?" Living out there, living expenses are a lot more. So probably twenty-five. I didn't take into consideration living expenses. All right, Ashley wants to change hers now. So now, since she's really getting into this, how much? Maybe I'd probably even shoot for to more. I'd say 27, 28. 27, 28. Spencer says In what? between 25 and 30. 25 and 30. All right. So basically at a glance, it doesn't sound like anybody's going to want to do that for under 30,000, we'll say. Right. Right. To hell with it if it's under 30,000. Right. All right. Well, the Pooh Patrol team. <laughs> the members. It's like the show for kids, Paw Patrol. Sorry. <laughs> The members of the Poop Patrol team, one member, including their salary and benefits. Benefits included? Yes, benefits are included. Okay. $184,678. Now, what do you think? I would do it. Ashley's getting her resume together right now. (laughs) Send me up for the Poop Patrol. (laughs) So that's $184,000 and some change with salary and benefits. Granted, I don't know in comparison to where we are, the cost of living and everything out there. So, yeah, well, still sounds pretty damn good to me. But the new new Poop Patrol, basically, to hunt down and to clean up the human waste is basically going to cost the city just over $800,000 for this new department now why was their first step not to put more accessible restrooms around the city i guess because it's alleyways i mean cheaper (laughs) i don't know if you put a whole bunch of what just porta potties up something or then you have to make a whole crew or just just restrooms yeah so you're gonna have to put you're you're gonna have to buy the porta potties or something then you're gonna have to team have to have a team that comes around and cleans them all up and you know sucks out the poop you know, at the porta potties or something. I don't know. 
I don't know. But this is what they come up with. This is this is real news. This is comes and it's like called I said, the brown what? The brown zones. The brown zones. They, I guess there's certain areas where there's a lot of homeless and you know, like they said some streets. Dude, I can't even. This is. Um, this is around the alleys. I'm really privileged here in Cincinnati. <laughs> Polk Street, P O L K Street, okay. in that in that type of area of San Francisco. That there's some brown zones, I guess, but. So basically, the poop patrollers, they're going to earn $71,000 and some change a year. That's their actual salary, but then the benefits go up to 184 okay. with their mandated benefits. Mm. So almost $200,000 to clean up vagrant-generated Hershey squirts. <laughs> get those, get those uh, resumes polished up, boys. I don't know. There's probably worse jobs out there. Let's be honest. I mean, you're gonna have a protective I mean, school, suit on. School custodians have to clean up all that kind of shit and vomit. They, and they don't make anything. But the thing that's kind of <laughs> the great about this article is they actually even sent along with the article. They sent me a picture of, I guess, what it looks like there, and there is basically a wall <laughs> where somebody has took a dump. It looks like it squirted out. They bent over and squirted <laughs> out on Hershey the wall. Squirts. Yeah, they Hershey have squirts. They had they it's it's kind of all plopped up onto the wall and splattered down and then there's a huge pile at the. So this takes the kind of skill of the video that Ted sent us. Which one did he send? I don't know. I didn't press play. I think somebody was shooting from a distance into the toilet. Yeah, you missed this in the conversation. I must have missed that one. Yeah. Hannah watched it, of course. Yeah, well, but she um, likes any type of. Video. I refused to press play. So. Hannah does have that poop fetish, though, doesn't yes. she? Yeah, well, between her and Matt. So, Ted. Oh. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> I wish I could put that on Facebook for everybody. That takes some skill. That's. And that, looks like that, that looks like that rhino dump I, I always give you guys. Hershey squirts. And that, well, no, that's, that's a torpedo log. <laughs> that is definitely a torpedo. No. For sure. I'm so glad I didn't watch it. I can't watch it. Oh, that's great. You haven't <gasps> seen that? Well, no. I got to find a way if I can post that on Facebook so our friends can that's see what I got it from. Huh? That's what I got it from. All right. All right. Just we'll put it in the comments do. so I don't have to see it pop up in oh, my newsfeed. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so anyhow, they have this, you know, blop up beside the wall. And then what's great about it is stuck in the pile. God, <laughs> it looks what? like it looks like oh, one shit. sheet of toilet paper that's crumpled up into a ball and just kind of like the <laughs> setting right on top of it. At least they wipe. To top off my poo castle. Yeah. So it's a little cherry on flag. top. Yeah, it looks like a little... Um, the little cherry on top. Here's my surrender some, flag. No, it looks like whipped cream. It's kind of like just put whipped cream on top. Oh my God. So. Can I see it? Absolutely. You don't want to see the poop that flies in the toilet, but you want to see the... <laughs> There's the... There you go. I was making sure that he wasn't making yeah. it up. <laughs> Why would I make this? I can't make this shit up. This came from a viewer. I'm sure you can go to San Francisco and walk mm -hmm. around and get poop stuck I'll between pass. your toes. Thanks. I'll pass. All right. Well, thanks to the... Oh. Uh, I actually just threw up in her mouth a little Sorry. bit. Thanks to the viewers that sent that in and keeping us abreast of the poop situation in San Francisco. Keep your windows shut out there. Please. And, and get rid of all the sandals. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Okay. I'd wear war boots all the time. Now that we up successfully. <laughs> Just got to protect it all. Up to the knee. I mean, waiters. Hazmat suits for that. That's your city. But they, but, but remember, they canceled a me major medical convention that was in town. Well, yeah, because, because the they all die. It's hor I mean, if you're canceling conventions now because you have poop all over the place. What is this? London back in the 1600s? Sounds like. Jeez. Now that we've su successfully talked about poo, yep, and yep. almost every episode, yep, I think it has been every episode to some extent. Yep, should we get on to our content? Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Thanks there for the poo article, Matt. Hey, this again. I give what they are. Mm -hmm. Our audience want already, already, already. I give what our audience wants. I can't help that one. We're what Matt wants. No. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so talk we're going to talk Joshua. Joshua Maddox. That's right. Um, 
God damn it. I can't take lead on any of these. I did all the research and then I just um it all. Well, okay. So Josh. So Josh was missing for seven years before he was found. I want to take a minute and read his obituary part of it. I'm not going to read like the details of the service and everything. Is it, um, if you if you tell if you t- if you can if you read the obituary first, is it going to give away the story? No, 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 no. You don't want to tell the. St- this is just going to give you a little idea of of who he was as a person and kind of give us a all right let connection us to him. So Joshua Ma- Vernon Maddox was found deceased on August 6, twenty fifteen, in Woodland Park. He had been reported missing in two thousand and eight. In Woodland Park, that's Colorado, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Let me say, all right, go yes. Joshua was born on March 9th, 1990, only a year older than myself, in Colorado Springs, to Michael Albert and Roberta. That doesn't add up. Wait a minute. You're 82. I'm nine, 91. He was one You're year 91 older years than old? I was born in 91. Oh. I oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, see? You gotta... Internally, I'm 82 years old. Right. I'm an old well, no, I, she just said now 91. Yeah. So no, <laughs> we're changing. I was born in 91. Okay. Sorry, I wasn't picking up what you were putting down. Never do. <clears throat> so he's he was the son of of Mike and Roberta, uh, and he was a lifelong resident of Colorado. He was the fourth child and the youngest son. After being homeschooled through the first two grades, he attended the Woodland Park School System through high school. He was gift. He was a gifted, intelligent young man, and placed high in scholastic testing. He had a great sense of humor and wit. He was a writer and an artist, and had many close friends. He invented a comic strip, which he called Stickman and Smiley, and spent many hours developing the strips and sharing them. Also nicknamed Dwa by his sisters Josh. Oh wait, by his sisters. I guess this is not proper grammar used. Uh, Josh had a thoughtful, kind, and loving personality. He was baptized in Christian faith. Sounds like a good kid. Yeah, kind of nerdy, but he'd probably be my friend if I was in the same high school. You're nerdy. I am. And played cymbals (laughs) in college. In college, yeah. And the flute. I played the flute, yes. And the piccolo. And my nerd in music, so it's not just dabbling there. All right. (laughs) All right. So let's tell tell me what, what... me about the case so the case let's get into the nitty-gritty so this is this is for sure a head scratcher he was 18 years old when he went missing okay what was that look for what look the look you just gave your son i don't know no i just looked at him (laughs) all right uh he was 18 years old when he went missing he went missing on may 8th after telling his sister he was going out for a walk um Many of his friends and family believed that when they couldn't find him, he went out on an adventure. He was just kind of exploring life now that he was an adult. Um, I guess he had talked a lot. Good. What was that for? I'm going to ding it every time you say, um. God damn it. Yeah. Just to let you know. So anytime you hear dumb or dumb, ding, the ding dumb, that's because you said, um. All right, good. So, um, no, <laughs> that's where he was leading to. That's where they she thought was going. they thought he was just kind of venturing out on his own, creating a new life for himself, what have you. Okay. So. So he was missing. He was missing. Yep. I said I didn't say it. I was close. No, you said it. Good. I didn't say it. Did I say it? She said it. We all heard it. Next. I said so. Okay. All right. So he went out for a walk, and that was it. That was it. No so one nobody thought saw anything. Him or heard from him again. Nobody thought it was odd at first because his, they just thought he was right. His family over the seven years, his dad said that they had been looking. <laughs> Don't give me that look. Now, now it's just pressure. I'm gonna do it because it's expected of me. Okay. <laughs> um, his dad said that they would look for him in homeless shelters on the street. Uh, they, I said, uh, they thought, <laughs> they thought he might be in a different state. They looked for him everywhere. They really thought he was alive. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You want to say it so bad. But I know, I know that seven years, finally after that that last day. Seven years. Seven long years. They began knocking down an abandoned cabin. Only two blocks 
away from his family home. All right. Upon getting ready, <laughs> I actually wasn't going to say it that time, to knock down the the cabin, they took the grate off of the chimney because they were going to tear down the stone chimney. You're talking about the very top. The, the very grate. top, the okay. grate. They had a grate on top to keep pests out, animals. Okay. All that. Some sort of a screen right. type thing. All right. Um, and reportedly, it was between a layer of the, the stone. So, okay. like, stone, they had the grate over top, and then another layer of stone to hold it in place. So, they removed that. They were getting ready to take the bulldozer to it. And the owner was there when it happened, and they found skeletal remains inside the chimney. Right. Human. Human remains. Human remains. After analyzing, um, the dental records. God damn it! Yep, you said um. <laughs> I'm gonna get better. I promise, guys. They they analyzed the dental records records and did decide that it was. They confirmed. They confirmed with the dental records. Stop. That it was Joshua Maddox. That it was in fact Joshua Maddox. There you go. He had been there for approximately seven years. So he he died there pretty much from the time he went missing. Okay, so I'm confused. Why would they just mysteriously take the grate off before they're going to tear it down? Anyhow? You know, I don't know. I don't right, know. It's going to get torn down anyhow, so what's the point of taking it out? Good point. Know. They might have been wanting to keep some of the stones or something. Boy, you don't have much, but when you do, it's it was that was a good one. Right. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Good job. All right, let's look into that. Let's go into it. I don't think there is anything. So they basically they found the body, and they found the body. They in inside the stone stone chimney. Mm -hmm. But he was basically in the fetal position. He was in the fetal position. Mm -hmm. Let's give you a visual image here. In the fetal position, his knees were above his head. His feet were facing upwards. So like this. Yeah. I look like a bunny right now because my hands are up on top of my head. The viewers can't see that. But... <laughs> I know. That's and why I'm explaining it. She's saying bunny and she did want to be a bunny <laughs> with the fetish furries. I said if I were to be a furry, mm -hmm. we asked each other these things. Matt would be Good. a wolf. Anyway, uh, he had his knees above his head and his feet in the air in the fetal position. So like head first down the chimney. In that direction. His head was still facing up, but his knees were above his head. So, like... Okay. Um, almost folded in half. Yeah. Pretty much folded in half, yes. So... Uh, it's important right. to remember he was six foot tall. Okay. How much did he weigh? Approximately 150 pounds. Right. So, he's pretty scrawny little dude. Tall and... I mean, yeah. Tall and, tall and thin. I mean, 150 is... All right, but then wait a minute. So... <clears throat> so, you think a lot of the reports are... Okay, he was trying to break into this abandoned cabin uh, to get in. He was just going to go down the chimney, right? And he well, got stuck. Yeah, but he didn't go down the chimney because there was a grate on the chimney. Yes, how did he get in, in, in if the there chimney. was a grate? Well, if he didn't go through the top of the chimney and there's mm -hmm. no other way, then he would have to go from the inside of the house. That's up. why this gets sketchy. Oh, the report yeah. from the coroner says it was likely because he was trying to break into the cabin and go down the chimney and got stuck. And okay. there he died of starvation, hypothermia, whatever. Okay. Okay. So you got so basically they believe it was rolled an accident because he got stuck and starved to death in the chimney. Yes. All right, go ahead. Things get weird. Let's hear it. You ready for this? Oh, I'm used to things getting weird around here. <laughs> <laughs> he was only, and I mean only, wearing a ribbed thermal shirt. Ribbed for his protection. <laughs> Uh -huh. We'll see if that comes into play here. Okay. His, the rest of his clothes, his pants, his underwear, his socks and shoes were found inside the cabin, outside of the hearth. So he was, just had a shirt on and pantsless. Yes. Completely pantsless. Like. So he had a shirt on That's and it. a naked. Mm-hmm. There's okay. some theories. People are like, well, maybe during decomposition, the clothes fell. No. Right? No. no Especially if he's be, in that position, they'd still, still be on hang him. hang on the bones. Yes, exactly. Unless everything. Especially yeah. in that position. If he was yeah. hanging straight down, maybe they would have slid down because of the size. But no, that position, they'd still be but on, we know, on we the But we know that the, the cabin was vacant. It was vacant. For, for approximately 10 years. All right. 
they would only go in and check to make sure that pests weren't completely taking over. Well, and matter of fact, Chuck, he, yes. he Chuck Murphy was the owner, right? And basically, might have had an issue with trespassers. I mean, they had no trespassing signs, right? But I don't know if that really helped. But they had animals that they know that, right? They would occasion. He said they occasionally went and checked and set traps for animals. He how, said, "How did Chuck describe the the cabin?" So he described the cabin as being damp. Yep. Raccoon poop everywhere. Oh, see poop. Mm, mm. Yeah, see. Okay. And it smelled like hell. I wonder why. Yeah, raccoon poop and damp and mold and decomposing bodies. Decomposing bodies for sure. That's not, definitely hell on the resale value. Yes. Really bad. All right. So stuck in there, had a shirt on, but that's it. The rest of his clothes were found in the living room, basically area of the cabin. His pants. Yes. And underwear. I'm not sure they. I wasn't able to find like the exact location in the layout of the cabin. But, but it outside, wasn't just, it wasn't like right at the bottom inside the fireplace. Right. It was outside. It of was the hearth. in the house yes. somewhere else. Yeah. So then you would think that somehow at one point in time he was he in. or his, someone else or his body was in the actual house part. Yes. All right. Interesting. Yeah, I want to know. First of all, I want to know why he would choose to break in via chimney. To get in, why would you well, not? Obviously, there's bust no... down a door, break in a window, right? It's stupid. But it's it not even possible. Sense. It's not even possible. It there. Make sense. If he didn't put the grate back on. Top Some of people the say maybe the grate was put there after he well, got you'd see it. in. You would think they would have found the body then. Yeah, the, but the owner, owner said, said that, that it's always been there. Yeah, so those people that said there's no maybe... reason that the that Chuck Murphy should be lying. All right, so okay, then let's just go with. I'm just clearing up right. some of the questions people may ask. So let's just go with the owner said that the, the grate had always been there. It wasn't taken off and it wasn't put on after the fact. It was just right. always on. And you, you do want your grate, something around your And especially chimney. if they put it there during when it was built. That I mean, it's a huge sign that it was in between layers of stone. Right. Instead of just on top. So... All right. So then he obviously had to have got actually, into the sorry, cabin. Actually, sorry. Chuck himself actually there's a quote. He says there's no way he came down the chimney through the steel webbing. Yes. So he obviously got into the house. Yes. Via some other way. Yes. All right. So let's say window door, whatever the case might be. Mhm. He got into the house. Then why get into a cabin? Filled with damp raccoon poop just to take off your clothes. And then try to climb up the chimney naked. Yeah. So what, was there somebody else there involved in this? There is a theory or? that a man named Andrew Newman okay. was with him. This is where it starts to get even weirder. Yeah, I know what was going on. <laughs> now you're starting to... So, a couple years ago, there was a random Reddit post. Are you familiar with Reddit? I am. I'm not at all. So that's, I, I thought I that's where just, you got most of, that's where Hannah gets most of her research. <laughs> I was discovering some, some Reddit stuff. Okay. So, somebody posted on Reddit, quote, people who have known murderers, serial killers, etc., how did you react when you found out? How did it affect your life afterwards? creepy post so you go back mm -hmm. i actually went to confirm i saw this in a couple articles and i went back and found the post and confirmed that this comment was there so basically they just posed this question to anybody to answer and this it. was some random person right. yeah that just right. posed this question because okay. why, why not um beep i said it <laughs> i went a long time without it was all right and then it had a comment from somebody who reportedly went to high school. Let me see if I can read this to you. You actually look it up on Reddit? Yes. She's well, I, I have it. Reading. All right. So while she's looking that up, I do know that there was something else that was strange inside the house, though. Yeah, I was going to get to that. I know. But I don't want to sit here and have the listeners just listen to you breathe while you look I was for just what you're reading. <laughs> Okay, so were the bones still in the chimney or were they down on the bottom? No, they were. They were it was wedged in up in the chimney, and it was still. still it was position. still basically in. It, the bones were all intact. It wasn't scattered bones. 
it was in the, it was in a, in a gross state of decomposition, but they were all still in the fetal position wedged into the chimney. I'm trying to wrap my brain around this, how they they stayed up there. Well, through decomposition, I mean, he's going to get smaller, obviously. So logically you think it would fall down, wouldn't it? I mean, depending, I mean, if it goes to, you know, if, if you go to wedge yourself down, you know, depending on your femur bone, you know, your large leg bones and stuff, they're going to be bigger than the opening. So if it fell just right, those leg bones could have even have kind of wedged in there and locked him in. So, but that's definitely obviously a, a weird, but he was in there for seven years. So he was stuck good. Yeah. Very good. All right, I'm going to read this comment. Please this do. is just the first paragraph of the comment. Um, it actually goes on for quite a while and ends with him saying, Anywho, sorry for the rant, guys. Had a little whiskey, felt like I had to vent. But the beginning of his comment says, I went to high school with a skinny, dorky hippie named Andy who played guitar in a band. I was never good friends with him or anything, but a year or so after I graduated, one of my good friends, Josh, started hanging out with him and then went missing. Last I heard, Andy was telling another friend, yeah, me and Josh have been spending a lot of time together. We're planning a trip to New Mexico. I didn't really think anything of it until somebody showed me these articles. All right, so in addition to Josh having last been last seen with Andy immediately, immediately before, oh, oh, oh. Actually, I'm going to go on and read the second paragraph to you as well. It turns out in addition to becoming a lot scarier looking, Andy had indeed headed down to New Mexico where he found himself shooting the shit with the caretaker of a disabled guy and got invited over to their apartment. The caretaker gets in the shower, and when he comes back out, the disabled guy is stabbed to death, and Andy is gone. When Andy got arrested, he also claimed he had killed a woman in towels and stuffed her body into a barrel. Hmm. Right? Okay. But that doesn't really have anything to do with this one. No, but it, it confirms it that the dude that character. he was friends with... Or it could be full shit. Could be full of shit. Right. But in addition to Josh having last been seen with Andy immediately before his stabbing spree down in New Mexico, people called in to report having heard rumors that Andy was bragging about having, quote unquote, put Josh in a hole. Okay. A hole? He said a hole. All yes. Right. But that's still freaking weird, right? Mm-hmm. Andy was arrested in New Mexico um, after a man I did it again. Damn it. After man came home and found him in the house with his 15-year-old son and 17-year-old daughter. Imagine coming home to this strange dude in your house with your two teenage kids, right? Yeah. And then, so, he realized he was, like, a homeless person looking for some food. And uh, he told him that the next day he was going to drive him to the next town over. And that day he took him to the police instead of driving him. And that's where they uh, did his fingerprints. Don't you dare! Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did his, took his fingerprints and connected him to the stabbing, and that is when he also said that he. <laughs> Matt's looking at me, making me nervous. I, I know it. Go ahead. I'm just trying to follow you. Uh, that's when he said that he stuffed the woman into the barrel. But the cops did find. Now the cops did find a woman stuffed in a barrel, but they had already had somebody arrested and decided. Not to, not to look into the fact that he might have had something to do with that. So he got off with that. Somehow he got out of the stabbing case because he's not currently in jail. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's go then to the other funny thing that we found in the cabin. The cabin. Right. There was a a breakfast bar is yes. what they're calling it. It's the kind that was attached to the wall. You know, like that came building. out and you had stools up yeah, to it. Yeah. So, but it was a had drawers or whatever. I mean, there was a base to it with a countertop anyhow. Mm-hmm. So this breakfast bar was torn away from the wall, torn away from the wall and pushed in front of the fireplace. Yes. Basically blocking the fireplace. Yep. So this was blocking the fireplace and his clothes were inside the cabin. Now he obviously couldn't have pulled that. Well, why would you be naked? pull that clothes and then climb up there and just hang out and starve to death. Sounds like he wasn't alone. 
Yeah. Sounds like he wasn't alone. And somebody, when, once he climbed up there, someone tried to possibly block him in the fireplace. Some people theorize that the owners or somebody put the the breakfast bar in front of the fireplace to block pests from coming in at some point. But the owner, again, said that that's something that Correct. And they didn't do. And two, why would they do that when they already had the grate over the top to prevent them right. from getting in? It's interesting. There's there lots and like lots of theories from him still coming down the chimney, uh, taking his clothes off to do so. Well, I don't know why you would take your pants off to climb down a chimney. Yeah, but coming down the chimney, that well, that's already out because we know the grate's there. So there's that, I mean, all those theories are out. If you subscribe to the te- theory that it had to have been there. The grate? Ten years. Well, I mean, it was there when they tore it down. Right. And the owner said it's always been there. So, I mean. That's going. Right. I mean, unless we're going to have some sort of a phantom. I'm with you on it. I don't think he came down the chimney. But that's one theory that he took his pants off. But if he came down the chimney, even if the grate wasn't there, if he came down the chimney and got stuck coming down the chimney. Mm Mm-hmm. How did he get naked? That's what and you know. In the center? Some people are like, "Well, maybe he got stuck and thought taking his pants off would help him." And I'm like, "Well, you wouldn't be able to wiggle okay. around." To yeah, get that. I mean, how would you off. be able to get your pants off when you're in the chimney? On top of that, his clothes ended up inside of the cabin. And it's his just shoes. not possible. Took his shoes off, socks, his shoes, un- his socks, underwear, underwear, and pants. Pants, but not the. There's no. I could not find shirt. any information on whether or not he was actually wearing a belt, but. But there were no stab wounds, gunshot wounds, no broken bones, and Correct. no type of evidence of physical altercations to the skeletal remains. Correct. It sounds to me, me being the cynical guy that I am, there might have been a little hanky-panky <laughs> going on. Of course you would say that. It, well. There were actually some friends or something of his who made statements uh, asking why they never searched for traces of semen or anything like that as well, well so... I You're mean, not the only one. Depending on how like decomposed though stuff is, I don't know how much stuff would sit around on a decomposed, you know. That's going to be hard. I think they meant inside the cabin. But oh. I don't know how long that stuff sticks around. You don't clean it. With a know. damp, yeah, I don't know. Don't know about that one. But yeah, let's okay, so let's think about this. So let's say he's in there with Andy. Mm-hmm. So you're just hanging out with your buddy. Right. And then say, hey, I'm going to take my pants off. And my underwear and my shoes and just, we're just going to hang out in shirts. For, I was wondering if maybe it was some infested. kind of dare, you know, teenage boys. I mean, he was 18, but arguably that's still, you still do stupid shit when you're 18. Hey man, you know what would be cool <laughs> is if you took your pants off. If you yeah. tried to go up the chimney. Why don't you take your pants know. off and go up the chimney? That would be kind of gay of you to do that, man. <laughs> that's a good idea. Why don't you do that? Oh, that's so Maybe gay. there was alcohol involved. Here, let me help you. Maybe there's alcohol involved. Don't know. Can't do toxicology on a skeleton, right? Was there alcohol bottles found inside? I don't, don't know. know. Mm. That's not in the report anywhere. They could have been drinking before they went. Who yeah. knows? Part of me wonders if it was an accident, whoever was with him. If it wasn't Andy, maybe it was somebody. and Something it, like okay. that did happen. He went up and they were, got scared because he got stuck. And they were like, oh, shit, and ran. Now then you, okay. I don't know. And that, I could see that possibly. If they were doing something wrong in the first place. Right. Which is totally possible. If they were doing something a little hanky panky that they didn't want nobody to find out about. And then if you get stuck, you know, this guy's thinking, well, I don't know why you'd find out my secret. He's just stuck tough shit. Right. Versus, yeah, we broke in there just to, you know, see what was in there. He's stuck in the chimney. Let's tear down the chimney to get him out. So it would have to be a very deep secret, I would think, if they don't want no one to know. If the guy's stuck in there, he's just going to let his friend rot, who he's just had hanky-panky with, just because he's scared, unless he doesn't want that information out. Right, right. But it's possible. It's possible what? That that was Oh, and that's I know. That's, yeah. I mean, but that, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it would be... No. If it's just because they broke in, right? Say, no, something hey, weird was happening. Something right. Monumental is going to have to be where we don't want this secret out. I'm wondering if something sketchy happened. Somebody caught him and took them there, and possibly rape was involved, and he was trying to escape. Uh, right. The clothes. Can... The clothes things is what gets me. I've read several theories that maybe he was trying to find a, find an escape from somebody who was trying to attack him in some way. 
And as he was trying to go up the chimney, somebody was yanking on his legs, pulling on him, and his clothes and shoes and things came off in the process. I'm not going to buy that one because then your underwear, too. I mean, you got shoes, if his they shoes, were boxers, socks. Maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, you're going to have to wait, reach way up in there. It depended on how To grab your got. underwear versus just some ankles. I don't know. I'm not buying that theory. One. I mean, that theory is that theory is out the window. Unless you know, now I can subscribe. He was out for a walk. They grabbed him somehow, or they said, "Hey, let's check." Whatever the case might be, that mm -hmm. they ended up there with him. They did some bad things to him. Mm -hmm. He was able to get away, and, and they very well might have, yeah, and tried to escape. And then they said, "Well, he's you know." And once he realized he was stuck up in there, he starts screaming, "Hey guys, I'm stuck! I'm stuck!" And they couldn't they said, reach him. They said, F it. Let's just right. block him in and hide it. Yep. Done. Because if you block, yeah. And then that way. They knew he would. Just stay die. stuck. But there, And he wouldn't have known that there was a closing at the top of the chimney. Yeah. I mean, I wish I knew the floor out, the layout of the land. <clears throat> there is a picture of the outside. There's not yeah, a picture of the inside. the inside. It looks fairly small. But there are. I, you can see the window. I think this is the back. I don't see the door, so. I but think if he was basically blocked, I mean, we're looking, I mean, I would say this is probably like a two-room cabin. Log almost. cabin, yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a log cabin. It's a log cabin with a brick stone, or I should say like a field stone chimney on the yeah. outside of it Yep. that he was obviously stuck in. So maybe that was his only avenue of escape if somebody was there. People do question how he got stuck in that position. They say he would have had to have been shoved to end up with his feet above his head, or his knees above his head, and his mm -hmm. feet above his head. Well, I guess his feet weren't above his knees. His feet were on the... Well, there's a good, uh, there's a Grinch gift. Yes. So this is what people use to kind of help explain. It, it seems distasteful to use <laughs> a gif of... But I can Grinch. see it. I mean, I can see but it's how him kind of... trying to climb up in the chimney. I actually think this is climbing up, but I guess it could work either way. If you're trying to go sideways down the chimney with your feet on one side and your hands or back on the other side to descend or ascend the chimney, your hips move upward ever so slightly. Your knees are going to I think, go yeah. Above your head. I mean, that's going to be, we'll, we'll, we can post yeah. this. this. On our Facebook page, so someone can go to it and look to see this. What we're kind of talking about, how he might have slid down and got wedged into that position, yeah. Which does make sense. I mean, the back would have to have been bent. You know, by thinking about how much you would bend, I would almost wonder at a point in time if it started to become difficult for him to breathe, being yeah. constrained in that Definitely. sort of you know that position, and wonder if almost he basically suffocated yep but needless to say he was stuck passed away the coroner is not ruling he i think he ruled it accidental if i'm not mistaken the wasn't coroner it? coroner ruled it accidental and i tried to find the autopsy report and was not able to come across it but in the reddit post that this guy posted the comments he did refer to a quote from the end of the autopsy or so he claims that the coroner said, I know it's not a natural death, and I'm confident it's not suicide. Uh, the coroner's name was, his last name was Bourne. Uh, Bourne said, my other options are an accidental death, homicide, and undetermined cause of death. He said, it is frustrating. We can't pin it down. My question is, why didn't he choose undetermined if he feels like something else was involved? As opposed to accidental. Because one way or another, it wasn't, I guess, to a sense, accident. And since they can't say it's a homicide. But undetermined? Undetermined is a better medium between homicide and accidental to me. I mean, I don't know the... I'm sure there's details that go into the actual naming. But yeah, it's know. weird. Because there's no signs of homicide. So, I mean, undetermined, regardless, he got stuck. Right. So that was the accident. Yes. So that's maybe why... Because there wasn't, I mean, they know he got stuck. But I feel like there's definite signs of foul play, don't you? Well, but that's not really necessarily, I mean. I know that's not the coroner's 
the, the police would be more involved in those type of things. But, but I they mean, just ran with the fact that he said it was an accident. And because here's the thing. What if, let's say, wait, let's say, you know, they were just in there doing hanky panky. And for some reason he wanted to try to go up the chimney to see if he could crawl out on top of it and got stuck for some reason. Yeah. Who knows? But then why didn't the, I don't know. Because they didn't want their secret yeah. out. That's what I'm thinking. And then why, now why, with all of the stories coming out about Andy and him having a role in Josh's disappearance and some of the things he's said, why are they not opening it up to at least question some of his, uh, some of his friends about this? Good question. Right? Possibly. Yeah. That was only two years ago. So that was a year after he was found? Yeah. A know. year or two after he was found that this guy posted on I I feel like more people just need to be Because posted. maybe if it's maybe if it's just it's not considered a cold case since it was ruled accidental, he got yeah. stuck, so they're just not I mean they're everybody's content. Meanwhile maybe the family doesn't if it was Andy, I've tried to find stuff online about him. The only stuff I could find is like the mug shots and stuff and the, the articles that they posted about him being caught for the stabbing. Well, looking at Andy's mug shot. I know, right? He looks crazy. He looks like he would be into some hanky-panky. He looks crazy. I don't know. They said he didn't used to. The guy was like, besides getting a lot scarier, look-wise. I don't know. Like, why? Where is he? And why is he not we being can put questioned? We'll put, we'll put his mug shot on there as well. So if you guys want to look, go to our From Facebook. what I found, he is not currently in jail. So who knows? He was known to be living a nomad lifestyle. So Lord Norris sounds like where there's some now. undercover stuff. Nobody wants to investigate it. We, can it's find weird. Him. Well, if the fan, they like may I not said, be able to find the, him. But, but if the if the coroner basically ruled it as accidental and the family's at peace with that, and, and they're not, the family's not comfortable. Well, then you would think that they would be the ones that go for an outcry. You'd think and demand them look into it more. Granted, turn to two or something. That is a lot to take in, knowing what happened, how it happened. I mean, that's not a quick passing. No. He probably suffered there for some time. And the thing, that, you know, and that, and honestly, though, the thing that makes it very suspicious, odd, and weird is the whole half-naked thing. Yes. Let's be honest. I mean, that's, that's kind of what throws up all the flags. Right. It makes me think he was trying to escape. Yeah. It Whether it was Andy or... Somebody else. Somebody or a else. Group strange. Or... Right. Anything could happen, yeah. That's too bad. So, now that you guys know about the case, let us know what you think. What theories you like to, uh, you're leaning towards. Yeah, you can uh, email them at uh, extraordinaryfiles at gmail, or even just send us a message there on Facebook and we'll get it. We got an uh, Instagram as well. Yep. And uh, xfilespod on Twitter. Those are our ways you can get a hold of us. We'll post some of these pictures. Matt said we'll post... Excuse me, the gif. Um, I've got a picture of him here. The cabin. We'll post a picture of Andy. I might even post the uh, shot. I, You know what? I'll do a link. I'll do the link to the Reddit post so yeah. people can. You have to scroll down kind of far to find it. Well, that's the Joshua Maddox case. It's still, uh, in my opinion, obviously, I don't think it's cleaned up enough to, I would say, it's solved. Yeah, so I don't think puzzling. so. puzzling. It is puzzling. It's an extraordinary file. Do you know what else is extraordinary? What? You know what really chaps oh, my no. ass? This is what chaps Matt's ass. <laughs> I was driving, matter of fact, up here. Down here? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, I start hearing this thumping you know, this car stereo. You have a so, oh, not I, mine. No, I was no, no, like, no, no. Matt's got a body in his trunk, <laughs> guys. <laughs> no, it was obviously some sort of a car stereo. I'm hearing this this thump from from a long while away. I don't know where okay. it came from first. Okay. Anyhow, so I eventually pull up against it, next to it. Mm -hmm. I look over, and then this guy's in there, and he is just blasting his stereo. He's very proud of his stereo. I don't really know I what he was right. listening to, but it had a lot of Bass to it. Bass. bass. You like that one? <laughs> I did that just for the music major. A lot of bass to it. Oh, Lord. And the car 
was an 88 Cutlass Supreme. <laughs> Doesn't that crack you up when they spend thousands and thousands of dollars on their audio system? Yeah. Well, it, the car was shaking so bad. <laughs> Rust and pieces of car were actually falling off as we were sitting at the red light. Oh, my God. You could see it vibrating and all the stuff just shaking out of the bottom of the car. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. Right. And, and he had more wheels, money. Though, but he had wheels. <laughs> That's what they do. They get a really like cheap car, put wheels, audio, and every, put, all, put you know a lot of things they onto it. They pimped the ride without caring about the ride. The actual... They Exterior. Had good, it had it had nice wheels and obviously a stereo system in it, but the car itself, I, I honestly truly think that if it went through a rainstorm, the only thing that was holding it together was bird shit. I think that was just about it. What's up, people? Why do you do that? Yeah, don't you give a shit about getting from point A to point B, regardless of your wheels and your stereo? Put a little bit more. Put that money. Into exactly. the car first, so you have reliable That's transportation, so you can get to work, then to buy more stuff. What's up with that? I swear, why to can't God. it all be good? Well, I'm right? sure you got to pick your poisons when you're paying for something, well, what you can afford. But the wheels and the stereo, and like I said, if we had, if we would have a little bit of rain, the sh the whole thing would have fell apart. Because the only thing that was holding it together, there was duct tape on the outside of it. I did, of I did was it see holding duct on the tape. side mirror? No, it was towards the rear. I don't know if it was holding the rear it was holding panel the up on. or did something. Did it have or... side mirrors? You know, I don't even know. I, I couldn't even get past that part of it. And but you know, he's just in the car and he's just you know bobbing his head. And I mean, all the windows are down, and he thinks he was just hot shit. Those people are all going to be deaf before. Are you sure the windows were down They're or were 70. they just missing? I, they could have been missing. They, the sound could have broke them out. Who knows? <laughs> was the doors different colors than the rest of the car? No, not on the one side I see. Not on the driver's side. But but the headliner, I did see the headliner was really sinking. Yeah. Remember how <laughs> uh, the headliner fell down? So when you're driving, it's like hitting you in the top of the head, the headliner. But yeah, an 88 Cutlass Supreme with probably like a $5,000 stereo system in there. And Jesus I don't God. even know how much wheels were, but I mean, they were nice wheels. I mean, I, I well, wheels and stereos aren't cheap. I mean, $5,000 right. for stereo that could. Yeah. But his car, you... I mean, you, but it costs more than the car does. Oh, yeah. The car, I mean, on a good day, good day on a trade in, maybe if you were lucky, 500 bucks. And that's just probably in pieces. Not. That's just yep. for scrap metal. But. So I like when go. they go down your down your street and wake you up when you're sleeping at night. Oh, the rattling and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, I just I I just don't get it. It just chaps me the wrong way. I don't I don't get it. What's the point? It definitely chaps my ass too. Yeah, I get it. Well, there you go. That was another episode of what chaps Matt's Matt's ass. Mites. <laughs> what chaps Matt's ass? Car stereos. <laughs> a lot of money, and wheels. On a POS car. You know what a POS is? Piece of shit. There you go. All right. So what do you think, Ashley? Anything else? I don't know. What's our running time? <laughs> yeah. Spencer, what did you think about the episode? It was intriguing. Yes. Yeah. Man of many words over right. there. Oh, plenty of words. <laughs> the next time I go to you, if I ask you what you thought about something, if all you can come up with is it was intriguing, say it was extraordinary. Okay. Boom. Mic drop. I'm out. All right, everybody. That's it. That's all for the episode. Uh, if you would, do us a huge favor. Like us. Give us some stars. Give us a thumbs up. Whatever you need to do. Get the word out for the Extraordinary Files podcast my name is could you say that correctly extraordinary files podcast there you go <laughs> all right my name is matt this is ashley spencer this time instead of hannah since she is out at the furry furries sex club i guess we'll say <laughs> not sam's club but sex club and then that would be an interesting store anyway discount <laughs> mascot costumes <laughs> And then on the end aisles, you know those second hand. Oh, you have to steam clean those. Yeah. And then at the end of the aisles, you know when you check out, you know how imagine usually... how sweaty it would be too. Only depends on what they do in it. I mean, Ted's peeking up behind the curtain. He's uh, <laughs> baffled again. You mean what? What's and the... Ted's here with us. All right, guys. What's the? What do you mean the? What's that all about?
You mean you talking about the smells? All of it. Would the would the costume itself be moist? Well, <laughs> you know, then at the at the Sam's Club, the fetish Sam's checkout lanes. You know, at the like when you go to the store, normally you have like you know all your candy bars and. <laughs> And fingernail clippers and lighters, all those last minute, you know, impulse buys. <laughs> then you could have things like nipple clamps, hairbrushes, lubrication, hairbrushes. <laughs> yes. Gotta keep your fur in order. That'd be one of the uh, positions you need to hazmat suit for the cashier. You have to come up with some sort of an exchange or return policy. We always do this. We start to wrap up the episode and then go on for 10 more minutes. All right. <laughs> We're out of here. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Extraordinary Files podcast. We're out. See you later.